0: Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
1: How to start hunting turkey with a bow or a crossbow. Tips and info to get started and up your game on today's episode. Welcome to a new episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanidis, and today we're going to be talking about turkey hunting with bows and crossbows. Now, turkey hunting in and of itself, I think is one of the funnest, most exciting times and and manners and styles of hunting and times of the year and just everything about it, I think, is excellent. You get to be out in the spring Things are just starting to come alive. They're just starting to green up. Things are just starting to warm up. The woods are alive again. You've got the gobbling and the sound and the calling and clucking and purring and yelping. And and it's just an exciting time of year to be in the woods. It's an exciting kind of game to hunt because of the sound and the action and the back and forth communication and dialogue between you and the turkeys. I just absolutely i'm I'm floored by the excitement of turkey hunting. I think it is awesome. Now I really like deer hunting. I get excited about deer hunting. I really like several different kinds of hunting and I get excited about all of them. But I think turkey for me, is maybe the most special because it's in the spring and because you get that back and forth dialogue because there's there's the that there's that sound factor that comes into it. You know, there's just something about all that coming together. It's just something special. And I like to hunt turkey with a shotgun. That is my preferred method for turkey hunting. But hunting turkeys with bows and crossbows is becoming more popular. And there are times and there are places where that's not just a good idea, it's the better idea. And I'll talk a little bit about that in a minute. Um... But the reason many people hunt turkeys with a bow or crossbow is because it ups the difficulty level some. It it ups the level of difficulty. People who are maybe seasoned turkey hunters, they've done it for years and years and years. They've had a lot of success. They just want to up the challenge a little bit. And adding a bow or a crossbow can do that. It can just sort of up that difficulty level some. Uh, Now, myself, I'm going to give you my own personal opinion here. Where I live and hunt turkeys in uh, southwestern Pennsylvania, hunting eastern turkeys in the hills, in the mountains, Uh, I do not see any need whatsoever to up the difficulty level. I think turkey is one of, if not the most challenging uh, types of game to go after in this part of the country. But I know people in other parts of the country um, where they do not find turkey hunting very sporting. Uh, the turkey in their area, they are, they'll just come right in the calls. It's almost too easy. If they went out turkey hunting five days, they could probably bring a turkey home four out of the five. So for them, upping the level of difficulty, some, some of this is out west, northwest, um, you know, different parts of the country, different areas. In some places, it's just because there is no pressure. Turkeys don't know what people are, um, they've, they've not been educated to that. In some places, the topography makes a difference in some places different varieties of turkey are just maybe less wary and less savvy. so if you're in that kind of a situation, I can absolutely understand the thought of you know upping the challenge level some you know getting getting a little bit more back to nature, a little bit more primal in the hunt, a little bit you know more primitive tools, sort of you know adding that extra dynamic. I totally get that I completely. I see that. I understand that. Where I hunt, though, and you can, you know, you can literally go ten days in a row and not see a turkey sometimes or hear a turkey. Um, and then when you do that, your chances aren't a whole lot better in some locations. There is no need for added difficulty. Uh, there really isn't. In fact, in ter- PA, I think the when I last look at the statistics, I think the average success rate for a spring gobbler hunt was somewhere around 17 or 18 percent, I think, the last time I looked at it. That may have changed some since then, but, I mean, you're basically looking at one in six success rate. And, you know, that's, that's talking about the people that are real successful as well as the average of the people who are less successful. So it is a challenging bird to hunt in this state. And, of course, different parts of the state, it's going to be more challenging to others. So wherever you're hunting you know you keep that in mind um different states different areas different types of terrain they have different challenge levels different difficulty levels different levels of hunting pressure are going to change the hunt some places it'll be easier some places it'll be harder so if you hunt turkeys in an area where it's a little easier and you like the idea of sort of upping the challenge level then all for it but there are times and there are places where Um, using a vertical bow or a crossbow is a better option than a shotgun and I want to speak to that a little bit because this is not just about upping the difficulty level there's times where that's the better tool so give you an example Uh, one of the places that I hunt you know part of the property is it's a long parcel Uh, it's a bit of an awkward shape so part of the property tucks into deep woods you can hunt with anything that you want the other part of the property um you know you are within 100 yards of houses in most places on it so technically you can't even hunt on that half of the property with a firearm because you're within 150 yards of a house and that's not just where you sit but that's also the full the full uh, field of where that projectile travels, the whole travel route of the the bullet. So that bullet cannot travel within 150 yards of another house in Pennsylvania. So in those kind of situations, you cannot hunt with a shotgun or a rifle or anything except a vertical bow or a crossbow. So a bow enables you to go places. Now, you could sit in this place in the spring where I'm talking about. You can't see any houses. The houses are, are, you know, up a hill and down on the other side of another hill. Or there's thick woods and thick cover. You can't hear any other houses. You feel like you're in the middle of the woods. Um, but you're close enough because 150 yards over hills and thick woods, you, you cannot even know a house is there. But it's still not legal to use a a firearm to hunt in that location. So a bow or a crossbow um, puts you into the game. It gives you the ability to hunt somewhere where you could not have hunted otherwise. So that is a huge piece, a huge component, especially with people. And I think this is true for a lot of new hunters. You have limited land options on where you can hunt. You have limited options. You can't just hunt anywhere. You have limited space. You you maybe you've got a, a small parcels that you're dealing with. You know, five, ten acres. Maybe you're dealing with uh, you know your own land or family land or somebody who's you know they just have an acre behind their house, and then there's other houses nearby, and you're just limited, and you can't hunt there with a firearm, but you could use a bow or a crossbow. So there are times, there are opportunities, there are places you can hunt and sometimes good places because those turkeys in those more, um, those areas that are more used to being around houses, there's going to be less hunting pressure there because you can't hunt there with a firearm. So you may actually have better odds at getting a turkey in one of those places with a bow or a crossbow, because those birds aren't pressured, because you can't hunt there with a gun. And assuming people stick to the law, those birds may have never contended with hunters before. So... That's something to keep in mind. You know, On one hand, people, they want to use a bow to sort of up the difficulty level. On another hand, people want to use a bow because it lets them hunt places that they couldn't hunt with a, a firearm. And on the other hand, it can let you hunt birds that are just unpressured and unchallenged and actually improve your odds a little bit because you can slip into locations you couldn't slip into with a firearm. So those are sort of the three scenarios of why you might use a bow or a crossbow to hunt turkey. Now, how does this change your tactics versus regular turkey hunting? Uh, it changes it quite a bit if you're using a vertical bow. A crossbow is not a whole lot different in tactics. Um, I mean, you can you can sit or or, or set up the same way you were going to set up with a shotgun. You can prop that crossbow up on your knee. You can use the scope just like you would the the sight on a on a. shotgun and the range is really not much different you know a a good crossbow a decent crossbow is accurate to to 40 yards maybe 30 40 yards I mean, reliably in the field you can shoot it accurately to 30 or 40 yards you know propped up on your knee not a bench rest not with a shooting stick not off a not a cross member of a tree stand, whether you can use for support. I mean, in the field with your adrenaline pumping, you can shoot to 30 or 40 yards accurately with a crossbow. That's about all you can do with a shotgun too. Now there are certain shotguns with certain chokes with certain loads. You know, you start paying five and ten dollars a shotgun shell with a double X full choke and, you know, a, a, a scope with a dot on it, and you can maybe take a turkey out to 50 or 60 yards. But if you're going to spend that kind of money and go through that kind of effort, you can also get a crossbow that is also accurate and effective out to that same range too. So the the range is really similar between the two, the shotgun and the crossbow. You You really... You can you, you can you have the same general approach. Now, the big difference when using a crossbow is you're not shooting the turkey in the head like you are with a shotgun. Now, this makes it both easier and harder at the same time. It makes it easier because the body is a bigger target than the head. It's harder, though, because the head will usually stick out above grass and logs and stuff, so the body often has more cover than the head does, so it's harder to get... To, to get a good shot than it is maybe with a shotgun. However, at the same time, once you can see that bird's body and you've got a bow, you it's a little easier to hit the bird in the body maybe than it is in the head with a shotgun. Um, you know, we're talking about new hunters, people with with you know the, the the low to middle range of the of the skill spectrum. So you know a little bit of an advantage there. However It's not just about hitting the bird in the body. You need to hit it in the vitals. You need to hit that bird through the lungs or through the heart or through the vital organs in order to kill it. Because it's not just about, well, we'll shoot it through the wings and it can't fly away. Well, flying away in some cases is better because you can see it and hear where it goes. It's when the bird runs away, you need to be more concerned. Uh, cause they can run fast and they can run quiet and they can just disappear. So you really need to hit it through the vitals, through the lungs, through the heart, somewhere in the vital area, through the spine. Um, you know, that, that you, you got to hit it in the right place in the body. And there's lots of diagrams that you can look at and, and see where that is, but you're basically looking at the middle of the bird. You know, if you're shooting from behind, you want to shoot a little bit low on the back, depending on how it's standing. So where it comes out the front, it's going through the vitals. If you're shooting from the side, you want to shoot it, um, you know, pretty middle, middle to the front area. You know, if you're shooting through the heart, through the front, you want to be aiming pretty much at the base, or right about where the beard connects to the body. Uh, Now they do make arrowheads that are designed like with six inch blades that you're supposed to shoot at the neck and try to try to decapitate the turkey with the arrow you know that may work if you're really close and you're really good and you know you practice a lot and you just really really trying to do it the hard way But I don't really recommend that. I think it's too easy to wound the bird with that. I think it's an unnatural shot. I think the arc of that arrow shot, it just drops so fast that you have to have your range and your distance and your angle and everything so perfect. And then make sure that bird doesn't move its head because arrows fly slower than bullets, a lot slower than bullets. And I, don't, I just don't see the need to do that. I would not ever recommend that to a new hunter as the way to go. You need a good broadhead. People say, well, should you use the same broadheads that you use for deer hunting? I would say, yeah, unless they're too expensive for you. Um, I like to use, you know, the, the same broadheads I do for deer hunting. Rage hypodermic on my crossbow. Um, people say, well, you know... Those, those broadheads are pretty expensive. Isn't that too much money to, to spend on a shot? Well, you know here's my here's my experience. I don't get a lot of shots at turkeys. I don't. They're very challenging. Um, I've had very few shots at turkeys. and if I'm gonna take a shot at a turkey, I want it to count. I don't want there to be I want to have the smallest chance of missing. I want to have the smallest chance of not scoring critical hit or missing a vital area. People say, "Well, those broadheads can be ten or fifteen dollars a piece." Hey, you you get whatever you're comfortable with. They have good broadheads you can get for three and four and five dollars a piece. I have nothing against that, um, but you know my approach is one: I don't want to have to sight my bow in differently for every season. Um, and when I use the expandable expandable broadheads, um, they literally are true to impact. With my field tips on the same arrows, I can shoot a field tip and then I can throw the broadhead on and boom, it's going to hit in the exact same place. Perfect. Every time. There's going to be no difference in flight path, no difference in arrow drop, no difference in range. What I don't want to do is have two or three different broadheads for different seasons and have to recite and go through all that process. And then the broadhead's gonna fly different than the practice head, so you gotta do a lot more practice with that. And if you got time for that, good for you, do it. Um, but I just don't feel like going through that. So, for as few shots as I take, I'm happy to use an expensive broadhead on a turkey. Uh, to me, a turkey is a bigger trophy than a deer, because I believe they are just more challenging and more sporting of a hunt than deer. Now, you, know, you can get a, a five or six year old mature buck with a massive rack, shot of a lifetime that's not really what i'm talking about here you know from a new hunter perspective i'm talking about a buck a buck versus a turkey not talking about you know uh, a boone and crockett buck with a 185 inch rack that you're going to hang on your wall for generations you know that's a whole nother class right there but i'm just mean a buck or a doe versus a turkey i think the turkey in general is where i hunt and then the area that i hunt and the difficulty of the birds and the deer that i've hunted i think the turkey is the more sporting more difficult um, kill to get but anyway that aside you know you can use whatever broadhead you want to use whatever you're comfortable with uh go for it so when you're hunting with a crossbow uh you set up pretty much the same way you would with a vertical bow there's not a whole lot of difference where you're aiming is a little different. Your range changes, really not much at all. Uh, The follow-up shot is the luxury you don't have. You can have a shotgun, whether it's a pump or a semi. You know, if you miss or you don't get a great shot, boom, you can take another shot in less than a second. You're on it. With a crossbow, you got one shot. One shot and then you gotta go through the process of reloading. And you're not gonna get a second shot most of the time. So you gotta make that one shot count. Now that's just a mindset shift, but that is part of the game. So however you hunt, whether you're sitting on the ground, whether you're sitting in a blind, whether you're running and gunning, whatever you're doing, you can pretty much do the same thing with a crossbow. It just all comes down to being mindful that shot, only taking a good shot where you can hit the vitals, and knowing you only have one shot so it has to count. If you're hunting with a vertical bow, the game changes more. You up your difficulty level in a couple regards, because you have to you have to draw that bow in order to shoot. And that takes movement. Um and you know, when you're hunting deer from a tree, that adds a, an extra element, an extra dynamic. But in the same way you would have to you would have to raise your gun or raise your you know, raise your bow to to shoot from a tree. You'd have to do that hunting turkey, but it's different with turkey because you are on the ground at eye level with the bird and they are super wary. Whereas deer, they're below you or you're hidden or whatever it may be and you have a little bit more leeway, you can get away with some more movement. When you're hunting with a vertical bow for turkey, that bird's head cannot be exposed to you when you shoot it when you go to draw you have to wait until that bird's head goes behind a tree or behind some brush and then you've got to draw and you've got to be able to hold that draw until you get a shot so you're you're upping your challenge level and you're also you have to be closer most people are are only good with a vertical bow 20 to 30 yards there are people who are better there are people who have better equipment, people with more experience, people can shoot further, but we're talking about new hunters. 20 to 30 yards is your sweet spot. So you have to be closer, and you have to move more. And that can be difficult. And there's, you, know, you can't really one-hand it in any way, shape, or form. So you gotta put the calls down, unless you have a mouth call in. You gotta put your calls down, and you gotta pick up your bow, and you have to draw and hold and wait for the shot and you can take a second shot faster with a cross or faster with a vertical bow than a crossbow, but you're not likely to get a second shot shooting a turkey from 20 yards on the ground with a bow. It's just not, it's just, it's not that fast. Whereas with a semi-automatic shotgun, you can have another shot going down range in less than one second. With a bow, it takes more and that's multiplied movement because you have to pull out a new arrow knock it, draw. So if you miss, it's probably over. Um, Although you do have the benefit of less noise. So there's a chance if you miss the bird completely, there's a chance the bird may not know what happened. And maybe you could get a second shot. But if that bird sees you or hears you or knows that you're there, if that bird spooks, it's over. You're not getting another shot. You're done. So you have to have the same one shot mentality. You have to go at it as I only get one shot. And to be honest with you, that's how I approach it with a shotgun too. I I do not like to use that luxury of multiple shots. I like to plan for one shot. And if I have to shoot again, it's because I made a mistake. It's not because I was counting on having more shots available. It's because I made a serious mistake on that first shot. The bird ducked. I slipped on the trigger. Um, You know, horribly misjudged something. I erred if I have to pull the trigger again because I missed. Um, now it can happen where you you hit the bird and you hit it square, but none of the BBs hit it well enough to end it immediately, and you've got to take another shot to put the bird down faster. That can happen, and the same thing could happen with a bow. So, but you you know you just got to keep that in mind. So if you're hunting with a, a vertical bow, you know a lot of people like to hunt from a blind because it, it masks some of that movement especially a blind where you can shoot through mesh and masks some of that movement or if you're hunting in hardwoods on the ground tough man it's tough it's challenging which is the reason some people do it um i don't recommend you starting there unless so that's that's your only opportunity or you're trying to go after birds that um you know you just can't get to another way so you, you wanna be mindful of cover and cover around you to, to hide you and mask you and your bow and your drawing. And I think it's a little high, harder to hide a bow, a vertical bow with an arrow knock than it is a shotgun. Or even a crossbow for that matter because it's taking up vertical space. So you wanna get in there, you wanna, you wanna hunt from a blind or you wanna hunt in an area that has a, a lot of cover. You, know, you wanna be in cover if you can. Um, or you have to wait until that bird goes behind a tree. So you need to strategically position trees. Now, you you can't always pick where you set up on a turkey. It's not like deer hunting where you pick your spot and you scout it and you're going to go there and you know they're going to come by. Turkey hunting's a different game um often you're chasing birds you you're hearing them gobble you're you're trying to get within range where they can hear you and then you call them towards where you're at and you cannot always choose the battlefield where deer hunting you have that that advantage in a sense much of the time now if you're on a small parcel you may just have to go out and find the spot you want to sit and that's the only place you can sit cuz there's just nowhere else to go and that's when I would set up a blind, you know, if that's, if your options are limited and your space is limited and you can't move around, I would set up a blind or I would build a blind and our you know, an artifact or, you know, with sticks or brush or whatever you need to do to create some cover for yourself. If you're going to be using a, a vertical bow like that, but man, the excitement level of being within 20 yards of a turkey. Yeah, That is that is pretty cool. That's reason enough to go at it and to do it like that and to hunt like that. Uh, but you also got to be good with your calls. You got to be good with your camo. You got to be good with your concealment. It does up the difficulty level in a lot of ways. So, you know, my overall recommendation would be this. If you're a new hunter and you can hunt the turkeys you want to hunt with a shotgun, use the shotgun. Just Done. If you need to hunt with a bow because of the range, because you're too close to houses, because uh, for whatever reason, I would go with the crossbow. Hands down. New hunters, use the crossbow. Hunt with that. Get, build that skill set. Most of turkey hunting is not the, the, the weapon that you're using. Most of turkey hunting is the stealth. It is the calling. It's reading the situation. It's tactics and strategy, and where to set up, and how to sit, and what angles, and and patience, and and being able to not move and being still like a statue for you know twenty minutes at a time when you think a bird is closing in. And it is just it's the whole game is the biggest part of the game is not the weapon. The the weapon is the last part. But in, in this case, I would say use a crossbow. Why would I recommend ever that a new hunter uses a vertical bow for turkey hunting? If you have one. That's pretty much it. If you have a vertical bow, well, you know you don't need to spend more money. You can use that. Get out there. And I would think if you have one, you, you would have practiced with it. You would built that skill set. You'd be somewhat proficient at it. So if you have that, use it you know, my recommendations for firearms, for turkey hunting and deer hunting and most other kind of hunting is the best gun to use is the one you already have. Get out there, do some hunting, uh, get, learn, the, learn the craft, learn the game, see how much you like it, learn what, what elements you enjoy, what parts of the weapon that, you know, play better to your style, and then you're informed to buy something if you want to buy something specific and direct for that. So if you already have a vertical bow, maybe you hunt deer with a bow. Well, that's great. That's not a bad reason then to start with a bow because you've got one, you're used to it, you can hunt with it well, you understand some of the dynamics. You would then be new to turkey hunting, but you wouldn't be new to using a bow for hunting. So you have that that, skill set already developed. So I would say new hunters, you want to use a shotgun. If you can't use a shotgun, you want to use a crossbow. If you already have a vertical bow, that's when you would use that. But I wouldn't tell a new hunter, go out and buy a vertical bow, because I think you're, 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 you're adding too much difficulty to an already difficult task, and you just don't need to do that to get started. It is enough to hunt turkey, to get good at it, to learn, to develop, to, to, to get in the woods, to get that experience with the best tool possible you could put in your hand let alone adding levels of difficulty unnecessarily so now again if you hunt in an area or location where turkey hunting is not that challenging then you know it's a different story it's that recommendation might change for you and you just need to process that based on you know where you live where you hunt what the odds are you know if the odds in your state or your county for turkey hunts is like 63 percent success rate well then hey whatever you know go out with a slingshot if you want to um no, i don't recommend that though that's just not a humane way to take a bird but the point is you know, if you need that difficulty or you know if you're in a place where you can add some difficulty then go for it but if you're hunting in an area where it is challenging and where it is you know it is very sporting then i would say do not add handicap to yourself there's no reason to do that If you become a master at turkey hunting and then you want to add that layer of difficulty on down the road, go for it. That's why you do it. But if you're starting out, don't make it any more, more challenging or difficult or expensive than it needs to be. Whatever you've got, start with that. And then learn. And then grow. And then get some experience on what you like and what you don't like. And then make decisions and purchases based on experience, not based on what you read on the internet not based on forums, not based on what people say in the, your turkey hunting Facebook group, not based on what, you know, Uncle Steve has to say. You want to make decisions and purchases based on your personal experience of what fits your style and your preferences and and, and fits what you value and what helps you hunt. What's good for me, what I like, and what I value might not be the best mix for you because you may have other preferences. You might have a different style. You might like to, to shoot from a different position. You might, you know, all any number of things. So you need to make decisions and purchases based on your experience. Start where you are. Start with what you have. If you don't have anything, then I would start with the The easiest weapon that enables you to hunt in the places you have access to. So I hope that's helpful. Head to the website newhuntersguide.com for the show notes. For lots of other episodes on turkey hunting, deer hunting, dove hunting, crow hunting, pheasant hunting, all kinds of hunting. We got it all. And by all means, like us. um, Subscribe on uh, iTunes or Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts and send us some feedback. Email me a question from the website. Email me some feedback. Love to answer questions on the show uh, or respond via email with answers and input. Till next time, appreciate you guys. God bless you, and go get them in the woods.